There you go. Hey, much better. So you meant to tell them that again, man, because they didn't hear you. <laughs> We're having what we call Monday morning, let me just say, feeling good until we get into our neighborhood. Welcome, folks. 100 degrees plus for L.A. today. Get ready for it. It's all day, man, and I'm saying this for a reason. If you guys are looking for power outages, get ready. If you're looking for brownouts, get ready. If you're looking for an excuse, call your 800 number. They're going to lie their ass off to you. But get ready. Your power surge is about to come. Now, first thing I want to say is please, can we do something to support less fires, man? Can we, can we try to help the people out who are about to go? Don't bring us more. So they're already warning folks, get ready. Something's about to happen. So since we suffered from a, what we call a power outage about a week or so ago, in this whole area, street lights, everything was out, and it wasn't this hot. I'm expecting that something may happen, and I'm going to warn you guys right now, if it does happen during this show, follow me on Facebook, follow me on live.me, follow me on Big O Live, follow me on my social media apps, because I'm going to keep streaming. Hot. Good morning. And it is hot. Something your mind can feel. A broadcast machine. 24-7 days a week. A social media stream. We are not corporate. We're indie to the core. Free to do our own. Good morning. That's right. It's good to be here, too, I tell you. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Morning Coffee with Mario, the live AM reality talk show that seeks to inform and uplift at the same time. And uh, it's one of those days. It's a wonderful Monday, and we've got a heat warning for Mm. Los Angeles. Yeah. It's a heat warning. All day, boo. Alexa. Weather. In Los Angeles, there's an excessive heat warning in effect until Tuesday, October 24th, 8 p.m. The current weather is 87 degrees with clear skies and sun. Today's forecast has high temperatures, with a high of 102 degrees and a low of 74 degrees. Wow. So as you can see, we're bracing. We're bracing for heat today, like Victor told you. Uh, we may experience some power outages. We wouldn't be surprised so often it occurs like this. For those of you who have been experiencing worse weather, <laughs> yeah. we send our condolences. Yeah. You know, so welcome, everybody. It's great to be back. Hey, a lot of stuff going on. First of all, the website 
is back. The website is back. The website previously had been down. We've been having a bunch of troubles with the website, and GoDaddy's been on it, you know, full time. But it all started when we attempted to move the platform to a different uh, type of server in order to add some feature sets, really a newsletter. Can you believe that? And that caused all kind of crap. Certainly not worth it just for a newsletter. Skynet. So they just putting it back is taking days and days. And it's mostly, well, a lot of it's back. But so you should be able to go there and enjoy what you need to enjoy. For us doing our programming, there's still some, some glitches. But yeah. the website is back online. Uh, those of you who were there for the pre-show, I hope you enjoyed Mac McAllister's new format, Vic. It's all video. Mac, you know, 78 years. Young Mac McAllister, and you know he's got his little quirks like everybody. Seven. Oh, what, what 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 quirk? I don't know. That's Mac. I just see graphics. <laughs> what you trying to say, man? Well, hey, Russian. Hey, at it's least the Russians. You want to see Mac? He's trying to mess with you to show more of yourself. That's right. I go. Hey, he's going like, hey, it looks better to see these graphics. <laughs> no, hell no, Mac. You know I me. I get it. You know me. Have you seen what they've done, the Russians, to impersonate? Black sites like Antifa making it seem like it's really you're other trying to folks. say that maybe I'm trying to say it's not Mac. How do we not know that Mike, uh, Mac is not working undercover for the federal government? We don't know that, Mario. You may you may be falling for the okie doke. <laughs> I don't know what to say, <laughs> Mac. So he's calling you out. Yes, I 78 am. years young. He does the. Uh, Retro Jazz and Blues Show Weekly. Does a great job. For years. He does a great job. And I think he started right when he right about the time he met us that he had just started. Yeah. Uh, and so now he's been doing it for all these years. Got to give it up for Mac. Yeah. Okay, so new programming and a new broadcast system. For those of you, who may, for those of you who are testing it out, Vic, uh, what they're seeing is higher quality broadcasts. Right. This new setup that I'm using, you know, they they they, they claim they're uploading at a ten megabyte per second clip, and that's relative to what though? See, it's one thing to say it, but yeah, it go, well, t- yeah, a process. Well, I know all the sites when it goes out to the sites, right? They have to what we call transcode it down. That's right. So it was interesting. We're going out right now, you guys. We're going out right now on Twitter. I'm looking at it on Twitter. It's going out there, and it's all that. Right. Um, so things are happening. So you guys, I just want you to know, you're seeing this increased quality as we attempt, as we always do, to experiment with the emerging technology. Right. So we got new stuff coming, you guys. It's getting better. Right. Better quality, faster. Uh, we're working also on our connection with Amazon. Those of you, we told you, the evolving situation with Amazon is that pretty soon you'll be able to enjoy a number of packed stereo TV selections on Amazon. So we're working on that right now. Where we're at, my goal is to have the weekly segments on Vic. Right. Mel and I got together and worked on it. That's the routine we're trying to get down so that the morning coffee show including its sub-segments. Right. News, sports, right. hot picks, 
also the I Victor show featuring Miko's Challenge, that all of those go up weekly. Right. Into the Amazon system with weekly updates. Yes. That's what we're working on. Can you imagine that? So you'll be able to go to Amazon and for free using on Amazon Prime. Right. You'll be able to watch. They'll pay us some pennies. <laughs> Whatever. But it's still a good deal. It's a, it's a legitimate outlet right now for enterprise, for people who are producing web series. In other words, it does require some work involved. For example, the, the fact that we have to transcribe these shows, even though we're using wonderful software to do the transcriptions on our own. Prepare because they they want closed captions for everything you submit. Right. Imagine that you're doing a video, you're going to submit it to Amazon, and they go, "Oops, you need to have a transcript so we can put in closed captions." You're going like, "What the what what <laughs> what do I have to do?" Right. So I had that what moment, but we've adapted, so we're getting stuff ready. So looking forward to you guys. We'll keep you updated. That's happening. That's hot. That's up us up at Amazon. Uh, one of the shows, too, that is going down right now is the new show, Unscripting Mario Hemsley. Now, that show is really because one of my good friends, uh, writer, director, this very creative person, Emil Bonte, was wanted to actually do a couple. I was flattered a couple of books about me. Uh, we've known each other for years and years. Uh, well over 20, well, yeah, well over mm-hmm. 20 years. Yep. So anyway, so he wanted to do a couple of books about me. He So we, I had agreed, and we were going to do the, traditionally you interview people, right, with a tape recorder or a digital recorder in today's world, your phone. You, you record people, interview them for hours and hours. I simply suggested to Emil that we make it a show. And that he'd come over here and we do a one-hour show. Then he could transcribe it. And in the show, he gets to ask me whatever he wants. I don't really review. Victor and I, neither one of us actually review in any kind of way what he's going to be asking me. And I told him as far as I I don't know of any area that I can't discuss. Willing to do that open book. So Mario's, uh, unscripting Mario Hemsley on Wednesdays, we upload it. Uh, right now it's, it has, it's been going live, but not on a set schedule. It's usually it's a Wednesday afternoons. It just shows up sort of impromptu. We announce we're going live. But uh, in a minute, we may have a more specific time schedule. Right now, just the whole outlet of it was designed for our convenience. So no second, but that's right. coming up, you guys. Right. Okay. Uh, new shows too, Vic. Right. Coming up, we don't know exact date yet, but Nils is returning. Yeah, uh, this is is exact. We actually have a targeted date. It's November eleventh. Uh, we're targeting the date. The Nils return, Pack Stereo Live Courtyard Experience. Um, hopefully, we'll be uh, what we call finalizing what we call a protocol. He actually sent a, a timeline protocol. Thank you so much, Neil. Yeah, that appreciate cool. it, man, so much that yeah. you did that. And then you have it synchronized in a way, and you're capitalizing off a later uh, performance year because you did it before, I believe, uh, a couple of years ago in July. So we could push it out later, but now starting a little bit earlier. I like that as well. And uh, along with that, 
a couple of others we're hoping for. I just, I'm, what we're trying to work with is a schedule. I'm, I'm trying to, a couple of courtyard experiences, trying to fit them in before Thanksgiving. I think one is going to be in the first week of December. Hey, Deborah Hader, I hope you're watching. Saw, saw the uh, layout, all your ideas. Can't wait to meet. We're, we're, hopefully, you'll get the message that I sent to you. We're going to be meet, hopefully meeting later this week. I like the vibe in which you've been talking about. And then uh, one other I don't want to speak ahead of because I don't want to put it out there because this lasts forever. So the whole idea is this, if we can get two or three events in before Thanksgiving and then top it off with what we call a, a seasonal Neil's courtyard experience that'd be wonderful with all the transitions that we're doing because there's so much happening see what's freaky about this is that we took a break to handle all the stuff and then came off the break and we have to handle more stuff than we did all off the break (laughs) so so i'm just letting you guys know there was no break (laughs) it just seemed like somebody say bundle bundle and bundle more so it may seem like we're tracking not as fast as you think, but behind the scenes, the platform, a lot of stuff with Mario's doing, the IMDb, the Amazon Prime, the Courtyard Experience, and trying to situate people's events so it has a lot more teeth than not just come in the room and sit down. Well, and especially now that we know that, depending upon what it is, yeah, it's going to be outlet. It has to and be. And output to Amazon. Yeah, has to be. You can't. So people can see it. Yeah, yeah look, we're trying, to, we're trying to make everybody look more important in what they do and not just talking. You know, I mean, we have a lot of shows where we get to share a lot of insight and storytelling. But this is a show and tell world as well. And if you show them, believe me, they will come. What can I say? Well, that's the hot stuff for this week. Uh, I can tell you uh, we have the full show today including new new sports Mm -hmm. hot picks Mm -hmm. and news Mm. Uh, also this week the quiet storm Tuesday night got a wonderful show I'm working on it right now I'm changing up some things but it's going to be really hot and then uh, what we may be as far as I know I think we are going to be canceling Friday night agenda this week at this point, no. There's actually a schedule that, because it, it, this revolves around I, Victor, and Miko's challenge and Mario's mixtape. Uh, Miko will be here. She's going to be cutting it tight. You know what they say what goes on in Vegas stays in Vegas. We just hope that she comes back from Vegas. <laughs> so if she gets caught up and, and, and wins some cheats, she may not come back. Then you'll just have me to deal with. And I, I'll do the I, Victor. So we're going to do day. it then? Yes. Even if it's you and me? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. Here's the latest slideshow animation. We call it Hot Picks. Slideshow animation.
Remember, music, this music is available part of the Creative Commons movement. A movement by artists to present their music for you to have legally and share with your friends while retaining their commercial use rights. So we want you to go take a look and be aware. But again, uh, nice piece. Nice piece, you guys. Nice piece. What can I say? Hey, uh, we got to reset the system. As we do here, because we divide the show up into segments for Facebook, into four distinct segments. And this has been part one, the welcome in monologue. For those of you at Facebook, get ready to reset your, refresh your page, because we're going to be redoing it. All right, get ready. Those at Facebook, refresh your page. You stop the broadcast now. Stop streaming. Coffee with Mario, part two. That's right. Welcome back. We just for those of you at Facebook, uh, we do this for Facebook as part of what a lot of requirements for Facebook, you guys. Even more for them than for YouTube. Yeah. So, but we are broadcasting to you live on Facebook, and that's part of our implementation. So, we're so glad to be here. So, hey, since we're on Facebook, I might as well break out one of my. You know, we have some secret weapons here. They're not really weapons, but they're just powerful, powerful technology. I have the magic looking glass, which allows me to look right at your ass. <laughs> magic looking glass to see your ass. <laughs> and so I'm going to use it to tie into Facebook. That's how we do it. We use it to tie into Facebook uh, to go on and see. Let's do it now. Here we go, fired up the magic looking glass. I put a little beat behind me. Now here we go, I, oh I can see, man, Vince Cortese. He's up there. Hey, Audrey Celeste's in New Orleans. She won't, hey, I'm sorry baby, I didn't go. But hey, Celeste's in New Orleans, have a good time. I see you baby, don't do that stuff. Wash your hands. I can see you lay, oh, Shelly's out there. What's happening, Shelly? Sarah Day. Bob Hobson, oh, Hamza Muhammad, Frank Dry, Jose Venegas, and Nikki Cola, Dana Williams, Carla, what's happening, Carla Harris, 
Andrea Morris. Man, I see everybody out there. Jose Marzo. Man, Mac McAllister, Miko, Captain Cat, Frank Kimball, William Hyde. My cousin Tony. Adele Woodson, too. Julie Smith. Oh, man, it's a bunch of people. Niels is out there, Vic. Marvin. Marvin. Man, Marvin, wash your hands. <laughs> Cynthia Stanley. Avis Harrell. They're all out there. Matthew Hampton. Patrick. Patrick John. I, I believe he says John. I don't know if he says Patrick John. And Jan Robert Sturry. Greg Gale. Man, all these people. Whitney Haggins. Kristen Perry Speller. I can see y'all. Patricia Lawrence. Donna Slobber Harbor. Boy, it's a bunch of folks here. The magic looking glass allows me to see your ass. And so now we know how bad y'all can be. Yes. Facebook. Facebook, we can see you. <sighs> well, you, y'all ready for, well, y'all ready for some news? In a little bit. I guess so, huh? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. The good news. The bad news. And the other shit. And shit it is. And shit it is. <laughs> you know, part of the thing with doing this news is that I have to do, for example, a weekly. I call it the weekly uh, Trump disaster update. And it's a regular weekly thing I have to do. Uh, because there's so much stuff going on. and So many controversies uh, that are happening. The latest, and I think he does it on purpose, really. I think he does it so much, really just as a distraction. Right, but in the latest round, we don't need to re-report. Chief of Staff, former General, Four Star, John Kelly, did a long, passionate speech that was all lies. He gave a speech that said that the con that when the President Trump who has notoriously mistreated people of color. He made a so-called call to the family of the slave servicemen. Mm-hmm. I don't need to re-report. Whoever you believe, it didn't go well. <laughs> okay. And the congresswoman who had been a part of, I guess, the family for years, knowing mm-hmm. them, uh you know, she commented on this. This led to the biggest chain of news, more so than North Korea. The biggest chain of news about what the president said to the family, what he didn't say in the congresswoman, and led to a personal attack by the president of the, con- of the congresswoman. Mm-hmm. Now, the part that gets me, Chief of Staff John Kelly... That's what he is. I have to go look because I keep forgetting what their roles are. It's shifted. Right. So, Chief of Staff, John Kelly, got caught up in this because the president alluded to 
he said that Barack Obama never called Kelly when his son died. Now, this whole thing, by the way, of calling, it's not like everybody gets called because the president will be doing nothing but making calls in a minute. If you remember Vietnam, they had a, every day a death, mm-hmm. death report. Oh, yeah. And so the president's not calling. So this, this, was, this is what happens, first of all, when you take death and make it to a PR move. Right. It's the first thing that happens. So now there's a standard why who you call and who you don't call. Right. So somebody dies and they don't get a call from the president, they're wondering what's up. Right. So this is the first thing that happens when you take death and make it like this. Despite and ignoring the fact that years pass, the Pentagon blocked any coverage of returning mm-hmm. death. In other words, they used to let the cameras go out and they record the soldiers coming home, the bodies coming home, and this. And, and as a PR move, they stopped that. They stopped t- talking to you about dead because the studies were showing mm-hmm. that Americans would support foreign wars as long as they didn't have to be confronted with the prospect of dead Americans. Right. Go look it up if you don't believe me because this kind of research is out there. Yeah. Anyway, Chief of Staff John Kelly took it upon himself to give an impassioned story about how he attended a conference on some about some slain FBI agents. And during that presentation, the congresswoman, he claimed, boosted herself, Obama, hogged all the talk. He really, and then he really said seriously that she was a uh, empty barrel, or right. something's called it. Right. Turns out it was all lies. They actually had the full transcript and the full video of their speech, which they played on MSNBC. They played her whole speech. Right. And it was nothing like John Kelly said. So now you have. A man who previously, and remember the reports they gave you, everybody respects John Kelly. Everybody respects him. He's known as a man of this. A man. That's all gone. That's all gone. Because he has no integrity now. He openly lied in a passionate way. When you see them lying all, getting all teary, sweating and drooling and shit, <laughs> and it's a lie. It's a lie. He stood up there and lied as blatantly as any two-year-old, three-year-old. He just lied. He just lied. He just lied. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so now the White House, because the president refuses ever to admit any wrong, was so crazy about this, so there's no backing off of this. There's no backing off of this. So once again, you have a big distraction. And you have a chief of staff, John Kelly, who sinks to a new career low. So who do you believe? Now the problem is this. With face of international crisis, if the president doesn't have a cabinet, that means he's getting his advice from Steve Bannon. I'll say that again. In the midst of any U.S. crisis, that he doesn't have advisors around him. When stuff comes up, who does he call? Steve Bannon. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a risky situation. We are in a risky, risky, risky situation. And I can understand why some of my more leftists, and I'm pretty left myself, friends are actually calling out the Republicans for going along with him. Not, in other words, you're not, they're going, you're not protecting us. And it's not just the Republicans, I'm sure the Democrats too, we want to know. Where are the votes to get rid of him? Where are those votes to get rid of him? Because if he's that kind of a threat, that degree of a threat, then maybe you're not living up to your responsibilities by the ways that you are handling it. We had a nice little two-step here. That I, if uh, if everybody accept who that person is, regardless, I just would like to a pit stop now just in the give, daily routine just for thousands of people. Can whatever side Beverly can sell in her- focus on something else because I really don't, I really don't care. Uh, as it relates to, oh, look at what he said, look at what she said. I said, if you keep that up, what you get to do is sit back and go in the dark room and go, hey, we can keep buying time. Let's keep bitching, okay? And the other side says, let's keep buying time and keep bitching, yeah. And, and, and then they all come together and say, well, how much money you got? <laughs> and I go, follow up, follow up. Right. And, so I'm, I'm literally going, the idea that there's this cascade of following this micromanagement of it, I said, if I wanted to keep you focused all over here so you can get up caught up in the bitch war, that allows me to go over here and deal with stuff that you'll never see and you'll never hear. We'll never know what it's like to be in the room, the negotiation process, as if you're supposed to be familiar with all the details of everything. So you don't even get that. So if, if it means that... Uh, there's covert operations and all of a sudden the bureaucrats, whomever they are, want to go, well, we didn't know about that incursion uh, and, you know, or whatever. I said, well, I wonder if you did. How does that trickle down to the empowerment of those who need money, who are poor? And all this relative bureaucracy about complaining about, look at the, with the, and I, excuse me, you guys are not all bitches. It's all bulls. Yeah, you're not all bitches. You guys are some good bitches. But anyway, you know, it's just the part where I'm going, they're doing the dance. And at the end of the day, where's the money trail? That's all I'm, I'm just looking for the money trail. Let that speak for me. I don't even need to hear what was said and what was not said. Getting caught up in the spin. Well, speaking of money trail, that leads you right into my second topic, which is a topic I'm going to try to do every week now, which is a Puerto Rico mm-hmm. and Virgin Island update. Oh, yeah, they're getting, they're getting served up. I've got to do more effort to see, but it looks like, again, very little, very little being done. As it turns out, PBS now has a page where they give you, they play the U.S. Army Corps. Engineers, they give their update, and it's a thirty-minute update. Right. But if you want to know more of the specifics from their point of view, at least that is there for you to see. Uh, but the point is, Vic, it's what they are talking about as if it's acceptable. Okay. Now, what do I mean by that? 
So no one is outraged that currently they're predicting that they're going to have the power up by December? December. December. People are going to die. You have problems already with water. They love to tell you what they have done. That's irrelevant. Let's talk like we're supposed to talk like a physician would talk. Let's talk in terms of the scope of the disease and the scope of the response. Don't just give me bullshit about what you're doing. I want to know the scope of the disease and the scope of the response. Is this going to be like AIDS? Like where the disease was this big and the response was this little? Mm -hmm. It looks like it was. It is. A lot of these things, because of the political and cultural, you can't get away from the fact that most Americans, who 50% of whom can't identify the Pacific Ocean on the globe, most Americans are not even aware that Puerto Rico is part of the United States. Even for the Virgin Islands, because they say the U.S. Virgin Islands, I'm sure that has something to do with it. But I put up a piece on Facebook about how some of the folks in Houston were being asked about what they thought about the Puerto Rican response. And again, again, sadly, mm. people are going for what is what they perceive to be their own. So the Puerto Rico response is poor. Hey, look, and I'm, and I'm, I'm not, first of all, the first thing you do, you don't want to step on anybody when they're struggling. So I'm going to leave that alone. But there is, there is something in the planning as it relates to if you just back up and say, well, did anyone in the leadership in Puerto Rico pre prepare for the eventuality that this may happen? And if you don't hold them accountable, if there's some type of leadership there, you know, you're going to have to start there. Now, yes, I believe that we should do all we can for those who are disenfranchised. That's no question. I'm not even doubting that. But is there a question to be had about its own leadership as relating to we're in this pathway where things like this can happen uh, every season, every year, the possibility. What is our infrastructure plan since we are a part? Right. And if you don't have that already, you can always defer to the right. blame and say, well, you didn't come and rescue us, but somewhere along the way I have to hold some accountability because this is a sage just right now, it's all exactly. good. Next year is another season. And thank God you guys are not dealing with the world's largest typhoon and hurricane over there in Japan. It's so big. Literally. I mean, the eye, the eye, and I can't even remember the name of it. The eye stretches from L.A. to Las Vegas. Just the eye. You know, it's just how big it is. So, um, thank God we're getting into this part where hopefully the season is done and there's no more. But come next year. And then year after. So I'm only saying this. I think people get used to this complacency. And people get used to, hey, you know, hey, we're used to these storms. Don't we do the same thing here with earthquakes? We're used to earthquakes, right? But, but when, when the big one comes, they're going to say, hey, you guys are L.A. You guys didn't plan for this? <laughs> so what's, what's going to be next? <laughs> like we said, it's amazing. You know, I guess because of my history, I am a physician. And the ways that once you have a problem, you're supposed to design an intervention after the first time it happens. Not the fifth time. Yeah. Big nose, 
part of the hardest adjustments, I'm sure, for a lot of people who work with me, is getting adjusting to the regiment that we sometimes add around here when there is a regiment mm-hmm. of what has to be done, when and why. And it can be a little bit of a pain in the ass. I agree. But it's the way that you ensure operation. We bought into it. That's the way we as two people managed to get this broadcast happening. Can you imagine? They don't even apply the kinds of efforts that we apply. Well, no, because... The, the kind of planning. No. They don't do any of that, Vic. No, no. That you we take from that. We do every day. No, no. Look, I, I do believe this. Are we in the most... I'll say it this way. Are we in the most powerful country? One of the most powerful yeah, states. Powerful, most the most powerful riches, country, state biggest military. So when we, or if, because I'm pretty sure we're going to be looked at this, we're going to say, oh, wait, you know, I'm going to say it for the people who go like, you know, you know, I want to give you the finger, Victor, right? So y'all complaining, right? Let me see. Let me, they're going to dial us up and go like this. Let me see where you live. <laughs> they're going to say, let me see what your struggle is. They're going to go, so you're telling us how hard you work. And I said, you know, the only time that counts more is when there's a reward system for people to go like, you know, you guys are working so hard and you rewarded us with such wonderful inf- information, entertainment, education, empowerment. But if you don't do that for us, why are we listening to you? And I have to do this because I'm going to call myself that. I'm just letting you guys know. I'm going to do it for you. What's wrong? You bitches complaining? <laughs> See, I'm, I'm going to give myself that and say, yeah, OK, we're not complaining. We're acknowledging. And at the end of the day, Marty said, and uh How's that benefit us? I'm watching you guys. How's that help me? You guys working hard? How do I know it translates over to my benefit? And I believe that's exactly, that's like politics. You can bitch all day long. But it translates to, so how's it affect me how hard you're doing this? And I literally stop and go. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why I wonder. Because I wonder in the lack of the president's action on Puerto Rico, why doesn't the, why doesn't the Congress do stuff? Money. Emergency money. Debt. Oh, yeah, they have some money, but they, it's a joke. So that so, so the Democrats are responsible for that too, right? I'm not. I'm literally. The they can have bipartisan right. funding for yes. Puerto Rico, and they're right? not doing it. It's being served okay. up. I don't even hear being. I don't it's even not. hear a lot of talk about it because somebody's going to do this. They're going to go. You know, you represent our district, and we need this stuff over here done. And so you're you over there fighting your fight. They're going to use that exactly. So you're having the trickle down. They're going to say we can't fight for right. Puerto Rico because then my people get jealous. <laughs> right? Ain't this a bitch? <laughs> That's right, dude. I'm so just why saying. we do what's right? See, there you go. That makes it so much simpler. You know. Anyway, so the controversy goes on. Man, you know, you might as well quote, quote Rodney King. Can we all just get along? Ladies and gentlemen. That's the good news, the bad news, and definitely the other shit. Yeah. Wow. Every show we give you music, that's free. Remember, that's part of the theme. Here's another one by Love Shadow. Love. We'll be right back. The marijuana for dummies. Between two Charismatic, compelling, creating a union that is telling, shining a light, shedding a glow, feeling your soul. From love arises a booming energy, sending the world a message in a bottle. There is more to show. 
love grows and kicks into full throttle, the fused unit produces a message that becomes a more powerful whole, even more powerful than the love in full. We go here, we go there, we go Melody, 
Romancito and Silkworth. Love Shadow. Where do we go? Yeah. Love that. Love that. Go get it free. We love that. Love Shadow, part of the Creative Commons movement that we support so much here at Pax Terror. That's why we can use this music while we're on air. Because we have free use of it, too. They allow us to. Yeah. So there you go. You guys ready for some smoke news? A little bit. Times are changing, but some things stay the same. You start each morning with a cup of coffee every day. Maybe hit the snooze, turn on the local news. But nothing good comes from a one-sided point of view. Well, things I, I know. Get it out of your system. <laughs> Thank you. One of the things I like about this show and this latest incarnation is I get to smoke on the air. I spent so many years trying to hide it. And Victor had actually developed a full skill set of mixing tools. That try to hide it. Try to hide it and allow me to smoke. In between the episodes. And still miss some. <laughs> some, I got, I think well, about a 93. wonderful effort, though, Vic. <laughs> I mean, wonderful man. effort. I can't even think, I don't think I could have done any better no matter what. So it was a wonderful <laughs> effort. So I get the smoke on the air now. And that's part of the wonderfulness of today's world that I get to walk into a store. And there's a wall of marijuana. There's, yep. a, there's a wall. Yeah. And the prices are going down, down, down. Right. Except you may have a temporary moment where they're going up because of the recent wildfires that have plagued Northern California, we're sorry to say. It hurt so many people, damaged so many people. So, and, we do, and we do, we send them our love and blessings. But it's available. Things are available. It's a different world today. And now because of that, Vic, different information is coming in. Right. It's a gro- and, and one of the things that's part of that information has to do with the medicinal kind of effects of different strains of marijuana. Right. Different strains are having different effects. Some they're going to, they're cultivating more right. for the ability to treat certain illnesses. And other ones are still being cultivated more or less for the psychoactive okay. components. The interesting thing and it's interesting the way they talk about it, I'll give you my perspective on it, is that so far with all this distinction that's made between the different strains, and you've heard me report repeatedly about sativas versus indica, okay? Right. But that's not necessarily supported by the current data. They don't know. Let me explain it again. People have been reporting forever. Just like with wines, to me, you have different flavor profiles. Right. Well, the marijuanas had different high profiles, and people have been forever distinguishing between the different effects of different strains of marijuana. Right. 
The Sativas in general are supposed to be more, I just try to explain it in my way, more cerebral yeah. with less physical effects. So you don't, you're not as physically stoned. Right. You're not as clumsy. You're not as physically impaired. You're not pinned to the chair. As right. Say. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Can't move. Mm-mm. So this, whereas the Indicas are known, and the stronger they are, the stronger those same effects. Harder hitting, more intoxicating, more physical effects. Now, and people, you know, they, they talk about this. So one of the big, well, now that marijuana can actually be studied for its benefits. See, before none of the studies could be done because they wouldn't allow it. Right. And when they, once they could allow it, they wouldn't fund it. <laughs> so that's the same thing. So now they're studying and one of the first studies that came out was that they couldn't find any chemical, real significant chemical differences between the sativa strains and the indica strains. Right. So they couldn't tell chemically the difference, which I can tell you as a physician, that just means they haven't found it yet. Right. See, in medicine, we, used to, we do studies that you go in and get studies done looking for markers in your body, in your system, that are so sensitive, someone once told me, it's the equivalent of measuring a tablespoon in your pool. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, that's how sensitive the test is. Okay. okay. Okay, so some of the markers, they just don't know. So I would add the, the addendum that as far as they can determine right. the best available is that, and I would say it differently, they haven't been able to identify the chemicals that are responsible for the differences in the psychoactive components. In other words, they can't, they can't tell you why this one has this high and this why this one has this high. Did they want to actually put a deep study into discovering that? Well, as far as I understand, the study was done to see if they could just identify Okay. Identical chemical differences between the strains as a way to giving you something objective right. to compare them. Right. And that just hasn't worked out yet. Like they, they could say, well, this one has more of this, right. more of that, so it's this. This one has more of this and more of that, so it's that. That hasn't occurred, and that was the reason. Okay. Okay? Okay. So to me, for those of you who want some more science data, I would tell you essentially it doesn't really exist yet. And so the opinions of informed users are probably the best you can get. In other words, if you want opinions about weed, potency, the effects, the feelings associated with strains of weed, you can't go right now to the scientific community and get objective data. So therefore, you, to me, do better with the opinions of experts. In other words, it's saying that I, like to, I always go back to wine. So when wine experts say, oh, this is a wonderful wine, right? you tend to trust them if most of them say the same thing, that most of them say this one is good and most of them say this one is bad. Absolutely. You tend to trust them. I think that's the way you have to look at the marijuana for the time being because you don't have objective data. Now, that's, now why is that important? Because they're going to start reporting to you what they have. When I bought weed in Las Vegas... It came with a whole printout of the profile of that weed in terms of its percentages of THC, CBD, right. Blah, blah, blah. Right. 
it came with all of that. By law, their law, they had to label it with all these pack issues. And I am just saying that I very much question the accuracy of that. Very much question the accuracy of that. And it, I bet you it's not consistent throughout one harvest. And if you sample at the beginning of the harvest and then you submit that and they give you a profile, there's nothing to me that makes me think that that's going to be consistent through the rest of that harvest. Okay? Right. I, just, I find uh, an interesting cre- question as it's relative to, and I just, and I'm backing off of where you're talking and focusing on and say now, Environment is changing with marijuana. The acceptance state by state, the business platforms that's being developed and everything else. What kind of conversation do you have with your children who are about 16 or 17 about to get exposed to more of what they call that relaxed environment? And how do you translate this new energy about, hey, marijuana is now going to be plentiful, bountiful. And how do you have that conversation about the fears that may come with over abuse? Well, and all those others. I think you do it the same way you were supposed to do it about alcohol, which you didn't do. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. In other words, the talking to your children about marijuana, it's no different than talking to them about any drugs. That's right. It hasn't changed. Okay. It's, in my lifetime, it's been there. So <laughs> just more so you have to educate them more. It's out there. And because what Vic said is, is very important. And let me add to that my experience. So I go to the pet store to get cat food, right? And they have, I don't know if you'll be able to do this. They have this product that I saw, I had to buy it, even though this pack was $20. This is called Meow Iwana. Who? Meow, Meow <laughs> Iwana. Okay. It's, it's really catnip. Buds. Yeah. Packaged to look like marijuana. A fat sack of our finest 100% organic hand trim granddaddy per catnip buds to refill your furry furniture car box with supplies. So while you get high. Point out that, let me get a close up of that. Oh, now you know what that. Oh, man. That. When you get high, you're supposed to use this for your cat. <laughs> okay. Here $20. We go. Okay. All right. So we, you can hide. Now take this out. That's one thing, right? So it's a bag of right. catnip buds called Meow Iwana. $20. I only bought it to show you guys. So my I cat, so why do you get high, your Brittany. cat can get high. But check this out. That's not Brittany. enough. Here is the me- Meow Iwana. <laughs> Just wait a minute. Joints. Dude, wait a minute. After the cat smokes the joint. But remember, this is for the owners. So that the owner, when they have some weed, they can give the cat a joint of catnip. So what is what, the point of what, having it the, rolled? Yeah, what's the goal? Bring it home. I don't home. know what the goal is. <laughs> Wait Check a out what they say too big. Mini catnibas. <laughs> what? A perfect one-time hip session for your furry friend. These mini catnibas, Luke James, are stuffed full of our organic catnip and rolled in regular-sized paper. Simply break it in half, sprinkle the nip, and watch your cat roll around. The <laughs> Stop, dude. Stop. Wait a minute. We're to break, so Wait a minute. And one of the shows, videos, I'm going to expose my cat 
to this. Okay, you know what? And film it with my phone. Do, so we're going to have the cat hide. Okay, wait a minute. I want you to, this is at the, what's amazing is the regular pet store. What are you there for your kids? Right at the checkout line. Just like they have the candies in the other stores. Right weird. in the checkout line is Meow Iwana. It's, it's weird. Marijuana for your cat. So if your kids were you shopping, wouldn't they see that? So why don't they just have a sign that says, get your cat high? Why don't, why, why, why don't they just have a sign? Just say, "Hey, you want to get your you want to get high with your cat?" Isn't that what they're isn't they're doing the long way? You went the long way of saying, "Hey, you know what? You want to get high with your animal." Want to get high with your cat? They're they're starting off with cats. You don't think there's going to be any pushback on this, man? Generally, for those who are animal lovers, you're going to say that's abuse. You don't think it's going to be any kind of pushback? I mean, well, it's yeah. just catnip is the same catnip as just now. You got it. So you remember, it's not weed, it's just catnip. See, that's what see. it's made so that the owner can go like, hey, I'm getting high. I'm having a smoke. Okay. I'll give my cat one of these catnip do J's. It. All right. Catnip J's. And I break apart and watch the cat get high on catnip. You know what? This would be wonderful if they can invent something uh, that when you go swimming out, you know, in the Bahamas or something like that, and they make something for sharks. Get sharks high so they don't eat you. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. If you go yeah, put it, get sharks high. Get sharks high so they don't eat What is this world coming to? <laughs> All right, man. Hey, look. That's my two cents of being an idiot. But that blew me away. Because I literally didn't think of it the way. I literally was sitting here saying, there's a hook to the story. You're just setting us up. I was. You actually set it up because know, you I were know. talking about the consciousness of the American, American public. public right. And I used it. That's why I bought that. I go. This is in the checkout line at the regular Unbelievable. pet store right over there. I'm not, I'm not trying to I know get what you're brands. Talking. I know. The regular pet store, I go get stuff. I went to get the cat food, you know, because we were running low. And I'll, then I went and got this. And I said, when I saw the joints, it's one thing to have the catnip. Yeah, I know. I know. But then they got it rolled up in joints. Like I said, I want the people who came up with this to do a video. The concept of what they came up with. You know what? Hey, look. Let's get cats high. <laughs> a little bit higher. Okay, I'm good, man. You don't have to sell me. I'm done. I'm done. You you got it. Times are changing. But some things stay the same. You start each morning with a cup of coffee every day. Maybe hit the snooze. Turn on the local news. But nothing good comes from a one Man, I want to give you a shout out, man. Ray Barr says, shout out to you, man. Hey, Ray! You know, hey, I got, got him on my shoulder over here. And he's saying, hey, he had to check out. Because, you know, he, he's trying to handle things, man. He, the man is an all-world man, man. He's doing his thing. So he says, shout out to you. trying to handle things, too, Ray. Got <laughs> both hands in my pockets. I'm not counting change. There we go. I'm going to leave that one alone. Respect. <laughs> hey, we out you know, we're going to be coming right back with the sports. Here's one of our... Archive tracks. We'll be right back.
temperature in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles, there's an excessive heat warning in effect until Tuesday, October 24th, 8 p.m. The current weather is 87 degrees with clear skies and sun. Today, you can expect high temperatures with a high of 102 degrees and a low of 74 degrees. That's extra. Hey, that was extra. Yeah. All right, get ready. We got a reset for part three. Everybody at Facebook, you know how we do it. Hmm. I give myself one minute to do it. Refresh your page. I'm going to stop the stream. There we go. Stop streaming. And I can go inside and edit. That information. Create a new Facebook integration. Fire it up. Come back. Thank you. 
that's the wrong. No, 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 it's not wrong. That's your that's remix. A, that's so you got to yeah, flow with it. Yeah, I put that. That's the long one because I was fixing stuff. <laughs> See, what I want Mario to do is go like that's the real, that's the DJ mix. That's all it was is a mix, man. Some, I like it. I like it. It gives me time to sit back and talk to folks um, and get some shout-outs. So you keep doing it, bro. Well, welcome back, everybody, to part three. Uh, we have two parts to go. Part three is the sports section, and part four is hot picks. So welcome back to part three. You ready? Yeah. That's right. It's time for Victor Allen's new new sports, written and directed by Victor Allen. Ball-headed black man. Rubber's head make a wish. The ladies have nicknamed him sexual chocolate and this is his show that's right dress appropriately sports bras and jock straps because it's time for sports people time for sports and here is Nick yeah yeah Mm. wait a minute now see I'm already doing it watch this okay I gotta give shout outs see if you remember remember Brittany Milton yeah Brittany, what's up? What's happening, She's Brittany? She's giving you a shout-out. If you haven't heard her latest music, man. Really? You, you're killing it, Brittany. You're okay, killing I it. I got to hear something, Yeah, Brittany. you're killing it. And Allison Marie, he says, you're, you're ignoring your live meet chat. I'm so sorry. Let me do this. Allison, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. I got four feeds back here, so I'm going to do... There's a bunch of feeds, I'm going to do a better job. I'm going to do a better job. Yo. But you know what? It's, light, it's tiny Texas. Tiny man, Texas. Okay. All right. So I'm not going to ignore you. All right. Hey, let me go here, man. Um, if I don't start off with this subject, dude, then we're going to die a slow death. So what's the number one subject I'm supposed to be kicking in with this morning? Watch this. This is going to be easy. I'm going to give Mario about three seconds. The New World Series. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So even I. This is so, the time so, that hey, even I. Hey, if I'm not talking about I tune in now. Hey, look. What for the World Series. Big stakes and big states. That's not like the one on your plate. <laughs> right. It's like right. the ones you put in the vampire's chest. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's different than those stakes. Hey, look. I'm going to tell you this right offhand. When I looked at this, I said, you know, they say everything is big in Texas. Now, that goes back a long time ago. That theme, everything big in I Texas. I have to ask the ladies. Yeah, well, we can leave that alone. And then California dreaming. Are we trying to dream in this World Series? Is it going to be like that? Are you going to be tuned in every game or are you going to make up an excuse and say, you know what, I wasn't watching it? Because you're, you're probably going to see history made on either side on the win column, depending who comes out of this. So first of all, let me just say this. What's your plans for the World Series? What days? It depends on when it broadcasts. Starts, starts tomorrow. You got seven games if it makes it to seven games. How many I still games have to do the it? quiet storm because I'm dedicated to the quiet storm. Okay. For how many games do you think it's going to last? It's a best of seven series. Yes, right? it is. Yes, it is. I think it's going to go seven. Okay. It's going to go seven. So you're already seeing that it's going to make its money. Who wins? Los Angeles. You do know they're going against that little Power Ranger named Jose Altuve. That's all right, Jose. <laughs> I have to go with them that brung me. Okay, look. On this, I have. This is when. You know, lately, right. I get to enjoy being an L.A. fan. You have to understand, I'm in heaven. I like the Look. Lakers. I like the Lakers. Yeah, I know. You know, I can uh, root for the Dodgers. I can be an L.A. fan. I'm right. even starting to like right. like the Rams. Right. I'm, I don't know about the Chargers oh, no, yet. No, I, I'll bring you like up to speed on that one. Let me say what's missing here. We're not used to it. If you guys understand this, 
It's been a long time since people chanted "Beat LA." And we get to they, enjoy they that. Right. So nobody's been able to yeah. chant because Lakers been under the weather for yeah. the last for a few That's years. Right. Clippers didn't quite we get there. We didn't have a football team. Clippers, of course, were under right. uh, under expectations that we had hoped for, but they, you know they did the best job they could. So right. the Beat LA chant is missing. So here's my question: You think the Beat LA chant is coming back as soon as they go back to Texas? You think it's oh, totally. old or done? You think it's done? Totally. No, the Beat LA chant is coming back. Here's my okay. Here's my totally question. coming back. Okay, let me let me do this. Totally. There. I'm not going to give you guys all the stats and everything on this because when you, as far as hitting teams, they both are hitting. There's probably a little bit more depth on the Dodgers end because they're getting players to step up who all of a sudden are arriving during the playoffs. And they have so much depth that they have, they, they, they basically, from Seeger, from Bellinger, from Ethier, from Justin Turner, uh, Taylor, you name it. They got so much that, unfortunately, somebody's going to be left out because they can't include everybody in the lineup. Now, on the other side, Houston has some bangers, too. They kind of equal each other out. They both got good starting pitching. The difference is, the difference is, Houston doesn't have the bench um, as it relates to the bullpen bench that the Lakers have. And I think Houston also is clocking some home runs heads up. They always say you go with good pitching or home run hitters. If you had to lean towards with your most effective neutralizer, is it home runs or is it great pitching? Well, see, you know, to me, I, I always think that in these kind of things, it comes down to the individual efforts. That's why you, it, it, it really doesn't make a difference, kind of. Right. It's where the greatest effort comes from in those moments where it counts. Right. And that's just the point of it. Whether yep. or not you actually pull it off, you you pull off that big hit at the time where, every, where, every, where all the chips are on the table or do you throw that pitch. So, so I still go back to individuals, Vic, and how they perform under pressure. Right. And that, to me, is at least where you bet. Okay. And then here we go. So let's go to the next graphic so we can go where the bet's going to be laying the groundwork. This is what's up. Jose Altuve leading in home runs, RBIs for Houston. Average, he's 5'6". Five, 5 feet, 6 inches tall and killing it. And then you have... Harder to hit a strike zone. It's this big. Yeah, dude, <laughs> it, it, you hit the nail on the head. It, it, it's the idea that he's down here. He says, so if he hits a high ball, it's actually still in the strike zone. And then he has the, the, uh, the other thing of getting down low. And so it's kind of hard to ignore him. And he's got speed. And he's a rallying cry. Now, let me just say this. That, that's a hitter now. That's a hitter. But now you have Kershaw who for several years now has not been able to get into the game to cement his Hall of Fame resume because the thing that's missing is that he hasn't been as effective for various reasons in the playoffs. So when your money is going on the line, you know, I'm just saying this, right? I think the public generally going to be rooting for Jose because it's his energy and what he does. You know, he's just got that dynamo thing. And then you got Kershaw and they're going to say, L.A., City Angels. Who you think they're going? Who's going to deliver between these two? Because I believe the MVP is going to be between these two. I think it's very much related to who has the better beard. You know what? 
And I think that the Dodgers have the better beards. Jacked up. We've got a couple of really good See, beards. So nobody's getting any insight from Mario. I'm just saying, you <laughs> no. got to really look at the facial hair. No insight. It's a key to a man's heart. All right. That means he's not picking a horse. He's staying out of this one. All right. You already said. I'm not, I'm not enough <laughs> of a fan to know, but I certainly can watch it, react to culture. Yeah. And the first thing I had to react to is what you guys have been talking about all along is that yeah. you really wanted to play New York. Yeah. Now, it, I hope that isn't the way the Dodgers feel because that will affect their play. It, they need yeah. to be ramped up. Oh, they and are. really fired up for, for playing – Houston. And they, so should they, the fan base. They are really because if, because what happens, you know, that can lead to a little bit of a yeah. And they and they don't inherit that 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 nostalgia as much because the Dodgers don't have any. It's been since nineteen eighty eight. Now most of the lineup have, wasn't born right. And the Yankees are have turned over a lot of uh, the players except a few pictures of uh, pitchers. So Vegas has L A favored. Got it. I want to see it go seven games. Favorite Got by it. what? Do you know what the odds were? It keep changing, man. Okay. It keep changing, and and so. Not that I'm a betting man. Yeah, yeah. Now here's the thing. Here's my other thing. Will this World Series get all the social bars, social eateries? Will they be packed in yes. L.A. or will it be laid back as usual? It'll be packed. You sure? Yeah, it'll be packed all over. I think it's going to be packed not just in L.A., right. but also in Houston and all over. I think that's – let's see, Vic. I think it's just the time. Who needs, let's see. Who needs this for this city more? L.A. because of the Houston. 30 – Why? L.A. don't need anything. They got everything. That's jacked up. I want you guys to know that – got Ma- everything. He's already pulling for Houston. He's already pulling for – I'm just for saying Houston. Houston needs help. L.A. got everything. Hey, wait a minute. That's why I live here. Wait a minute. So – so, you're siding with Houston. That has nothing to do with sports, I right? I that I'm siding with Houston. I thought I, I thought I was siding. That's Texas, I'm man. Rooting for, I'm rooting for the Dodgers. And we don't need it as bad. The Dodgers don't need it. No, they don't. Why, LA. Why, why, wait a minute. LA has <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What are you trying to say? LA, for the same reason that I don't even watch the Dodgers to the to the, to the get time. You know, Mario for, just for the playoffs or whatever they call it. See, Mario, race he just did something to his World own series. industry. So do we need more respect in social media? Or is it because we're in L.A. we don't need it? <laughs> we're black. <laughs> what does that got to do with it? Everything. <laughs> I'll say it again. We're black. <laughs> Wait a minute. We're not, you're going to pull a race car. Go pull the race car. <laughs> That's jacked up. You know how the industry is not here. No, 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 wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. Tech. Come on, wait a minute. Come on now. Wait a minute. We're talking about World Series and you're going to take the, it over. I know the attitudes out there. They act like there is no such tech. thing as black tech. Notice so that I was. I, we, try, we run into that. We, we were There's trying some to biases out see there. what I'm doing. I tried to give him the relative of vote. He says we don't need Listen, the sports championship, but when we get to tech, we don't need anything because we got no because it's L.A. L.A. got so much. They shouldn't feel for us, huh? They shouldn't feel for us. No, what's going to happen is that Houston will probably be the national favorite. Yeah, because it's Houston. They, they will. Like you said, I didn't yeah. think about it until this broadcast. Right. But like you said, L.A. is going to be the beat L.A. It's going to be beat that's L.A. Gonna be, They're going to be going like y'all don't deserve yeah, it. You're not struggling. No. You guys haven't had a major earthquake. It'll be all those reasons. All right, we're going to go on down to what I call I got to cover the NFL because we already covered that the Vegas favors L.A. 
We already said seven games. It's going to go to seven, which I love. Got to jump over to NFL because the Hurt Hotel, man, is back. (laughs) When I say the Hurt Hotel, I'm going to have to start you off with the latest. And I always just put what I call game changers. The Hurt Hotel has new members, quarterback Carson Palmer. Their team is 3-3. and He has a broken arm. He's out for the season. Left tackle Joe. Broken arm. Yes. See, when you get to a certain age, Mario, your body can't withstand that punishment. You may be accurate. I saw it happen. It, it didn't look like it, it didn't, would be a break. Yes, it's a break. It's a break. It, Airline it, fracture. Well, I didn't get all the details. They know they did the MRI. Nothing displaced because he was looking like he was looking. Right. But they, that, by that, I mean if there's nothing, you can I, get a crack. Yes. And a bone. And that's it, different than when the bone is separated. It's not like moved. Gordon Hayward. Oh, no, it's not like that. <laughs> that looked bad even to an ER doc. <laughs> right. I said, shit. shit. That was like clear. Oh, wow. man. I seen some breaks. Yeah, yeah. And he's doing well. So he appreciates the love. And he'll be, he'll be oh, cool. Oh, I don't I see. I know. I, it's crazy. All right. Left tackle Joe Thomas, Cleveland Browns. He, uh, historically, this is unbelievable. He's injured for the first time. And he, he snaps his consecutive streak of snaps. Notice that snaps under center 10,363 consecutive snaps, wow. <laughs> dude. Do you know how long that is? No, just divide, how long is that? It's, it's just divided by 16, 16 games and then take how many snaps per game. I, he's been doing, I don't know if it's 12, 13 years, I'm not sure if it's longer, but it's long, man. And so, finally, Father Time is caught up with him, and so he has an um injury, I think, on his arm, elbow, I think it's an elbow injury. So I want to just sit back and give uh, you know recognition to the Hurt Hotel new members, but that doesn't mean it's not other members waiting. There, are, what we got is registering frustration. <laughs> so you ever go to a hotel, Mario? I know you traveled all over the world. There's sometimes you can't wait to get into a hotel because it's the place you can't wait for, and then there's sometimes you go there and say, "Get me get the hell out!" Right? Well, some people are fighting not to get into the frustration of registering in the hotel. And I'm going to start with what I call the bickering, the bitching, the complaining, and see if it's relative to winning or losing new members trying to get into the hotel. First safety, TJ Ward, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're two and four <laughs> defensive tackle. Chris Baker, Tampa Bay. They're two and four. They both want more playing time. So, when you're winning, when you're winning, do you worry about playing time? Or is this, hey, cover your ass. We ain't winning. Don't look like we're going to win. So let me make sure I get my PT. That's first two. Hold on. Let me get the other two, and then we can chime in. Running back Joe Mixon, Cincinnati Bengals. They're two and four. Unhappy with the lack, with lack of carries. That's the running back's credo. Give me the rock. And then... The whole team for Atlanta Falcons need to be registering and they need to get a pass and just go up fully loaded, go to the penthouse suite and just chill. All team members need a group enrollment plan because of the way they're playing. And if you watch the game against the Patriots yesterday, it was a sad. You're talking about a team that looked like they were rolling over people. Now they lost three straight. They looked terrible in the fog bowl in New England yesterday. So, the only thing I see here is that the members that's in this frustration hotel, it doesn't equate to winning. Do you find complaints 
when teams are winning. Pittsburgh is back at the top five and two. New England's back at five and two. Um, you even have the usual suspects, Philadelphia. They're leading in their division. You don't hear complaints. So, should you have a sympathetic ear as a fan? If one of your players are in your city, say if the Rams were losing and they were two and five and somebody's complaining about more time, do you give a damn? No. You don't, do you? So this is going to go on deaf ears, right? Totally. Yeah. So I'm not hollering. I'm just letting you know the worst thing to do is complain about your personal time when your team ain't winning. So exactly. I, it's just it's just registering. It's the same as celebrating your touchdown, right? When, you're, when it's thirty-one to zero and you finally score. Thank you. How much celebration do you do on the touchdown? Th- thank you. Now I'm good. I'm I'm not done yet because there's a couple other things. Mo, you didn't get to watch all the games, but there was this call, thing called Zippos. Now everybody goes like, "What does that mean?" Zeros, and when I say zeros, um. We're going to keep on going because we already covered Carson on that one. Zippos is when you get zilch, zero. There were some scores that were surprising to me. And both, two out of them, two out of the three, is L.A. And L.A. has changed the tide, Mario. <laughs> so wait a minute. The Rams over the Arizona Cardinals, 33 to zero. Now, Carson may be the quarterback, but there is a thing called defense, right? L.A. Chargers, zip the Denver Broncos, the defensive, what we call stalwarts of the NFL. Wow. 21-0. Wow. Jacksonville over Indianapolis, not a big surprise, but 27-0. What I noticed here is there's a shifting where the Chargers are on a win streak. Remember we were talking about how bad they looked? They looked terrible. And they were complaining about the fans not even attending the games and half-field stadium that only fills maybe 30,000 people. They're coming to the other side. Which win or defeat is more surprising as a win versus this is a loss and something's happening in this organization? If you had to pick one. Or both. The Chargers beating Denver, even though both of them are shockers. But for Denver to get beat that badly, that's a big deal. Uh, Simeon was looking better than that. Even the running attack was looking better than that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, For Arizona, it was bad also that they let the Rams. The Rams' offense has been clicking. Oh, the leading scoring in the NFL right now. Yeah, so they were going to get at least 20-some, 21 points. But Arizona is zero. Again, these offensive failures... Are huge, and they do, and 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 like I think they both speak toward the rest of the season. This also puts the Chargers in first place. No, they still no. Who's they, in first place? No, they're in the division with Oakland, Kansas City. City. First yeah, place. Kansas City still. They're in second place, right? Because the Raiders yeah. are no Raiders are still uh, still above. Chargers still. It's almost an even division. They got minimum three to five wins in the division, so you're getting a close competitive yeah, organization. I mean, if you know, well, yeah, the interdivision, right. yeah, you got the Oakland Raiders got to do something about uh, Kansas City, of, of course. Even though they beat them, it doesn't mean that they're winning in the in the division because it's who else they play within the division. Right, that's what we it's have gonna to take, see. Yeah, you're going to have to wait wow, for still, a while. So. so we have to see if this really means something, but it sure right. looks like it. I'm shocked. Let me, let me say this. 
It's just that it doesn't matter so much because they're teams that we didn't really think were going to do anything. Right. But the Jacksonville-Indianapolis one may be even a bigger shocker. Indianapolis offense was looking kind of remade. Right. And looked like he was doing something in the game last week. Now 20 and, – and – it's, and it's not that they go twenty-seven zero, but to the Jaguars. Yes, I agree. I, look, I'm I'm with you. Okay, I'm just saying that may be, like I said, all of these represent colossal failures. All these zero offerings, right, represent colossal failures of those offenses. And it should, and 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 just so you, the team that should be worried, all of them, <laughs> Jack, worried because you. Yeah, you should be worried. You should be worried. All of them. Yeah, I, I agree. All of them. I agree. And the other ones on the other side should be feeling better. Right. Now let me In give the same my, kind of way. Right. Now I'm gonna give my shout outs because I can't ignore people because what I'm doing now I'm monitoring my Periscope, Facebook, Live.me, Twitter, uh, Big O Live. I got you. I see Vanessa Hundley. What's up, Baron Bruno? Man, I, we miss you too. He's Baron. giving a shout out, Baron Bruno, the man, man. I be look. I I figured he was going to sit back and be only part of um, Orange Francis. County, <laughs> right? The whole thing. So hey, look. Let me not get off the uh, step here. So look, I am concerned about Denver more than anyone else. I understand Arizona because the part that the reality kicked in is that I believe Peterson only got 21, 25 yards on minimum carry, so he cannot save them. They, they, they're going to be – they'll hone in on Peterson and go, you're not really built to do 30 carries a game, so you, you hope your backup quarterback can do something, but it looks like they're going well, away. Yeah, we'll see what happens. That's still the perfect team for them. They were primarily a passing team that right. now is an elevated running game. Right. I give it to Arians to work that in. They seem like they were doing the best job. But why they underperformed so miserably. Right. And I watched a bunch of that game. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. All right, you guys. Going to uh, close this out with what I call early NBA cramping. <laughs> so when I say cramping, I please don't take that the wrong way. It's just that when you get out of the gates, when you come in a new season, you find out who's really in shape. And then you find out which teams may make you take a pause for a moment. So let's just go look at the names that I say that may be early NBA cramping. Golden State Warriors starts off at one and two. Not too good for that super team. Oklahoma Thunder, one and two. Minnesota served them up, I think, in Oklahoma. And Minnesota is a comer. L.A. Lakers, one and two. Reason why I'm saying early cramping. Because the hype with Lonzo Ball, and of course his father, the machine of marketing, if you want to call him that, LeVar, all behind it, predicting they'll win 50 games. New York Knicks, okay, Christophs Porzingis, averaging, he's in the top five in scoring, 31 plus points. It looks like it's that same story. The top scorers in the NBA usually have to because their teams around them are not doing what they expect. And of course, Boston Celtics 1 and 2. If you had to pick two teams that the early cramping is a sign of things to come or that none of these teams have to be worried. Which do you I go with? I think none of them have to be worried. None. Not Boston. No, not Boston and not even the Knicks, which who even in losing, you think Knicks going to be around? Well, even in losing, 
They look like they're putting together a better team. I was looking at them now without Carmelo. Right. And so I kind of like the way they came to play. They didn't have the same stuff. Right. But I like the way they came to play. The Lakers, I like the way they come to play. They don't have everything. There's some particular areas. Defensive lapses. Like, yeah. And because it's, cause they have a when it goes defense, well, they can, depending on what lineup he puts in. Right. Because the young lineup is small. Right. And the older, the big lineup is older. Right. So I, that's for the Lakers. But still, I like the way they bring it. So Boston, in responding to that horrendous uh, accident. Not a big, it's, it's, so, it's a, yeah. Yeah, so I don't think any of these have to worry. I think that all of these teams are actually going to perform better. Again, the New York Knicks, 0-2. But I like way better what I see now what I've seen in past seasons. You're, you're whatever, a better man. Whatever. I'm not saying they're going to be good. I'm just yeah. saying it looks like a better organized. They lost Carmelo. They look like a better organized team with a better focus right. of what they were trying to do. I would say if I had to pick Golden State, I'm not worried about because they got a target on their back. And we have a target on their back. Everybody's going to make their name by trying to win. And they don't care when they beat you. They're not going to go, oh, is this time of the season or not. Oklahoma Thunder. That's just getting used to the big three learning how to work together. L.A. Lakers. The only thing I'm concerned about them, period, is that their starters are the ones that's having the problem gelling together, but their bench comes in and makes all the impact. So as they came back last night from a 20-point-plus deficit, it was the bench that did it. Put the starters back in, they lost it all. It just went out the door like a hurricane, man. So I'm not concerned as much. They well, just Their starters are not gelling yet. Well, let's say this, too. Maybe this is part of it. I'm not concerned also, but my expectations are not huge for them. Well, so, no, we're in so L.A. That's, so, so what expectations are you having for them? Because I'm not having. They're going to sign you and I because <laughs> we're yeah, They're no longer. They're going to have. Okay, there's a bunch of teams I'm looking Against in the West, right? That they're better than now, man. They, they're so. They, There's a bunch of teams they're better than. They, they, they're it'll the defense is going to be the key in this because they still have to gel, and their bench does such a great job when they come in. It's it, you're looking at starters who are going so busy scoring, they're not necessarily scoring as efficient. But when the bench comes in, it's just like they're moving. Well, that's what I said. You compare them to the whole West. Right. They're no longer the bottom of the league. No. The Lakers are definitely No, that's not. Phoenix and Dallas. Yeah, so there you have a they have some other teams where they're going to be at least yeah. competitive. So that's a significant change. And for me, I'm happy with that. Yeah, I, I'll give them. I know, LeVar, you said 50 games. No. If they get plus 35, I just it's hard for me to say they're going to get 500 ball if they do because the other teams are looking so good. The Knicks I am worried about. The only reason why I say the Knicks are worried about, because you guys can't own this as the basketball capital of the world and not take your – you're not supposed to play average ball. Y'all are supposed to be up there. So I'm going to hold you to the standard. But they haven't been to that standard for a decade plus. <laughs> right, so, so I got to hold happen. them to it. You can't go around and say, hey, Rutgers Park, go do all this and turn around and put this on the court. That's all Too on you guys. Hey, you guys, that's it for me, New Sports. Get ready for the cruising – Hot picks coming to next, man. I'm done, man. <laughs> Mr. Allen's hot picks. Hot picks. New sports.
Unique, written and directed by the 100 Black Man. Tune in every week as the recurring segment of the Morning Coffee with Mario show. Written and produced by Victor Allen. Fan-based view of sports. Yeah. All right, we got to transition to the fourth segment. Mm. Here we go. I give myself, I give myself sixty seconds to complete this transition. And we are working on a Facebook. People, get ready to refresh your page now. Yes, copying that stream. <laughs> Adjusting that output. Back to part four, the final segment of Morning Coffee with Mario. Hot picks coming up next. Get ready.
All right, you guys, the last last segment, I guess, before we close out our day, before we get that 102. We're lucky right now. We're probably still around 88, 89 degrees, but the 102 is coming, and I feel for you guys in the valley. I really do. I just don't know how you're going to handle it, man. And if you're in traffic and it's Monday and you're coming out around 3 o'clock, 3.30, you got it bad. There was a song by somebody who says you got it bad, and I can't remember who it was. That was it. All right. You're going old school, but there's another one, too, as well. Hey, look, I'm doing this what I call a different type of approach for all of you guys, especially those who love to cruise in their lifestyle. I'm doing a concept U SUV, meaning SUVs that were concepts that are now on the, really on the bridge of going, they're here. And are they worth your approval? And I always say the first thing you consider were worth of your approval is it's the price right. But there's the factors that come in with is the price right that deal with horsepower, technology, design, price, comfort, and the new gangster on the block, electric hybrid, because they're coming, you guys. I'm just letting you know, if your wallet ain't big enough, find you a bigger wallet. This section is for those friends of ours. We have them. Right. That can get a hard on about a car. Yes, if you now, want. Bobby Carson that, is the yeah. one that comes to mind. Yes, <laughs> and I don't say that in any kind of insulting way. My buddy loves cars and watches. Right. So that we do have some friends. Yes. Who and who treat themselves to their cars? too. they treat themselves? They love them more than they love right. the women. And I treat myself to some electronics. They go with the cars. There, so. there, there's some women out there going. If yes. that guy treated me the way he treats his car, I'd be set for life. Well. Uniquely, too, you and I know a bunch of females, right? Right. They seem to get certainly better cars than I ever had. <laughs> yeah, but you know what you could always tell them, Mario? You get better weed. <laughs> yeah, I can always go there, man. <laughs> so let me just do this. I'm just going to show you what I call uh, the symbolism for this segment, and I'm just going to show you this car. It's basically the 2018 Ford Explorer Sport. Now, this one is kind of fully, yeah, I know, it's kind of loaded. I don't have the specs on this because this is the one where they kind of give you the extra special design, and you typically got to build it and specialize it. And those rims are not the standard that come with it. So I'm just giving you as this kind of the thumb of our segment, the real uh, SUVs that we're going to cover below this. But when I looked at this particular car, I said, I said, well, I said car. I didn't say SUV because of the way it's looking. It's it's they're bringing (laughs) you like that's what I'm saying, man. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Man, the tires are a grip. And, that, and you know what I mean when I say a grip. So you know, you, do we get to know the price? Of Not it? on this one. The reason why? Because this is one of those. They have a, a, a they have a more basic version of this, and it's just more basic. This is the one where they said we put a little extra in this car, and I said, well, this is not the one that's available for the standard market. You know how they put their extra little design. Right. So I didn't want to present it that way. Okay. But these that I'm about to show you, yes, they're the ones that you okay. go, here's the pricing, here's the index model, here's what you're going to do. And like they do with all cars, they never really want to show you the basic one. They basically want to show you the basic, basic, fully loaded, best looking one. Because we all know that they have to sell you on the look. So we're going to start off right now with one of those uh, uh, car names that only needs three letters. And it's simply BMW, and they have what they call the BMW X2, priced at $38,000. And I'm just going to give you a couple of lines of information, because there's a lot more to these cars 
but if you want to find out more, you can find it yourself. The, uh, the U.S. version of the X2 is expected to hit the market with a 2.0 liter turbocharged inline four offering 228 horsepower, six speed automatic, provides 11 miles per ga- gallon with a top speed of 155. The top of the range models get four wheel drive, 231 horsepower diesel, an audio system installed with seven speakers spaced throughout the car. Other standard features include cruise control, cloth seats, or opt for leather upgrade. Other options also include a panoramic moonroof, 8.8-inch high-resolution and touchpad display, and Harman Kardon sound. $38,000 is your price. If you're saying BMW, is that a pretty safe price? Enough for you to go, that's BMW yeah, at 38 on a lease, that's under $400 a month. See, I, I wanted to go into... See, I didn't want to get into all those numbers because I wanted everybody to dream. <laughs> If, yeah. If you know what the condition is, and I didn't set it up, I'm gonna give it to you, Martin, and everybody I don't like else. The color particularly, but you know, I will make this one. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give you I this. Don't really one. Like the SUV. <laughs> You're right. I'm gonna do this for you. Everybody else can do this. As we go through this, you can go. Which one? If I had one check, I'd get. Okay. That'll be for you. Everybody else can do whatever they okay. want to. All right. Cool. All right, so you, you got a little sense of that. So I'm going to go through this because you don't want to spend a lot of time. Once you see the picture, there's the picture. So we're going to take you to the next one. Uh, for you BMW fans, that's just a starter, right? Got to take you to one where, you know, if you say BMW, you better follow it up with a Mercedes. Mercedes-Benz EQ. Next generation electric SUV. Pricing out between forty dollars and $45,000. The blue-lit 24-inch touchscreen display starting you off serves a place of an instrument panel. It replaces that. Without exterior mirrors, the Generation EQ employs display monitors integrated into the doors that work in tandem with exterior cameras. White premium leather, electric blue ambient lighting, and enhanced by a here real-time 3D navigation system. The Mercedes-Benz features an electric drive system that employs dual high-torque electric motors that manufacture 402 horsepower. How do you like that Mercedes, man? That's nice. You like that? You remember? Wait. The dude. I know. Wait, but but is the cost not as expensive or more expensive than what you thought? See, I know you. I know how you look at it. I'm blown away. They they would have been more. A man. I'm literally. They're obviously trying to stick it around forty grand. Yes, they are. They. I'm kind of shocked. Yeah, that must be the gold price. Well, we'll see by your other ones. Right. Got to keep it going. Oh, hold on a second. I got to do what they call low power mode. All right. Doing this real quick, guys. I'm not trying to stay away from you guys. I just can't hit you at the same time uh, while I'm doing the front platform show. Okay, I'm back on board. Okay, here we go. We're going to go to the next one because this one probably was the staple mate of what they call American SUVs. Let's go to the next one, man. Let's go to the next one because this is the concept and all I can say is his name is not Abraham. It's the Lincoln Navigator. Concept car. All these are concept cars. $72,000 to $80,000, let me tell you what this one has. Under the hood lies a 3.5 liter twin turbocharged V6, good for 450 horsepower. Exterior tech includes 
LED puddle lamps, laminated front and side glass, as well as speed-dependent adaptive lighting, which narrows the light beam as the car accelerates to reduce glare, offering increased visibility at low speeds around town. There is also an inclination and intrusion sensors for a bit of extra safety when away from the vehicle. An optional rear seat entertainment system offers streaming from Android devices. For internet junkies, an embedded 4G LTE modem begets a Wi-Fi hotspot cable of handling up to 10 mobile devices at once. 10. 72 to 80,000. And that's Lincoln. Mario, what do you think, bro? Because it looks that's a tight look, man. I'm sorry. It is a tight look. That's a tight look, bro. So now there you go. Is the price right? Too much? It's too much for me. <laughs> wait, wait. But I can understand. You can understand it, right? It is, brother, look, Lincoln, look, let me say what, what is so great about this. That name, Lincoln Navigator, great well, you name. You know it's great that name. kind of a car. Yes, yes it is. Now, remember, Mario still gets to go, I have to consider one check. <laughs> so, you can, you can just sit yeah, here and I dream. <laughs> Mark, I don't know about that You one. don't know the way, but you don't know. I knew he was going to go you there. You have enough money, I can see it. <laughs> right, right. Okay, we're going to keep it that now way. A vibe, okay, one one last look, you guys, so you can enjoy it. We're going to sit back and go up to the next one. All right, the next one is this is the one where I just sat there and said, "Well, you got to up the game, and you can't go nowhere unless you actually go to infinity and beyond." The 2018 Infinity QX80 redesigned. That's what it's called. These are concept cars. This one's starting price $64,000. We're assuming with no confirmed specs right now, which means Infinity is keeping a lot of information close to the vest. It will be a standard seven-speed automatic gearbox. Moreover, the side mirror should be replaced with rear-view cameras, as well as the new QX80 will be offered with an optional 24-inch optional 24-inch wheels. Standard feature will be a tri-zone automatic climate control, heated front seats, power, heated steering wheel heated steering wheel as for the safety will provide be provided with blind spot monitors surround view cameras lane departure warning for collision warning etc you see where cars are going now man with i like the idea of the blind spot monitor yeah yeah it's 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 how do you like the look the infinity love the look. okay mario thinks everything's gonna get cheaper <laughs> as long as one check he's gonna look at they don't like, like their game cheaper. <laughs> That's right. He's going, you know, it's not getting cheaper. I said, no, these are concepts. I want you guys to enjoy it. But, you know, it's, I always say this. The Tesla market opened the doors. And, and there's going to be this rush. And you see it all coming from the brand names. So, right offhand, let's see if we can keep the market at least sustainable for Mario's consideration. Let's go to the next one. Next one is... We're not going to even see this vehicle until probably 2020. And that vehicle is going to be the 2020 Hyundai Genesis GV80 concept. Next generation electric hybrid. $50,000 is its base price. I'm, I'm kind of shocked. I thought it would be a little bit more. The concept is a mid-sized rear-wheel drive crossover with a plug-in hydrogen fuel cell powertrain to run on electricity. Hydrogen fuel cell. That's what I'm saying. Big Genesis Crest grille with diamond motif mesh is flanked by super slim headlamps with jewel-like graphics. This is a great look, man. An innovative human-machine interface with a new multi-function interactive controller with capacitive touch. 
downloaded. Through touch control, each metal string allows direct access to functions like navigation, entertainment, communication, and environment. 50,000. More or less than what you thought? If you just read this, would you think less. it was more? Blown away. That's what I said. Well, with the hydrogen fuel cell power train, I'm pretty sure my next car is going to be a hybrid. Really? Yeah, because I want the hybrid thing. Imagine how it was in Florida and all those places. Oh, man. You had a car that could run. Right. They made a big difference, didn't they? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it you're does. running a Prius and you're not running any gas at right. all. Right. I'm, I'm loving where the market is going as it relates to the move towards cleaner air, you know, cleaner yeah. environment. And the mirrors now are more, they're cameras now. And they're not just monitors. Uh, I like that. So, hey, you know what? This look is tight. The design, tight. Love it. Still, we're not done. And you can't get out of this. And I should do a part two until you hit this next one. Well, you can't say the name if you can't play the game. 2018 Range Rover, the Lar Concept, 49,900 to 89,300. The look is wickedly just, oh, that look is crazy. Drivers face a slick 12.3 inch instrument cluster screen supplemented in some trims by a full color 10 inch head-up display reflected in the windshield. 20-way power adjustable seats and a user interface switches in favor of two 10-inch wide high-resolution color touchscreen displays for the infotainment and climate system. The V6 gives you 380 horsepower and is funneled to all four wheels through a well-sorted ZF 8-speed automatic. The Velar clocks at 0.60 and 5.3 seconds. You like this look, man? Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Price. Now, because I gave you, I didn't give you just the base at 49. I had to give you the range. What we're looking at is closer to that 89. I have to be honest. I'm sure. Yeah, I have to be honest. They're never showing you the cheap one. <laughs> right. So, in, in the end, you can't go anywhere unless you say Range Rover. So, here's the thing, Mario. I, I, I'm going to see which one. Give an opportunity and the right time happens. And then, of course, you do something on Shark Tank, and Mark Cuban gives you one check. And I can buy anyone I want. Yes. Who's your number one? Your, you take it from the top. Take it from the top. We have to start with your oops, your concept car. I'm still looking at that one. <laughs> You're looking at the car. <laughs> I knew it. You know, but, I, but, but let's just say. You can use that as a reference. There's the BMW. Right. 38,000. The Mercedes-Benz. Yes, I'm, I'm leaning towards the Mercedes-Benz. Leaning towards the Mercedes-Benz? Lincoln's Navigator, but the Lincoln Navigator. Hmm. Hmm. It's just a V6, though. That's I right. can't go with that power system. I like the Lincoln. I love the Lincoln. Right. But I really think, for example, it's a V8. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful-looking car. Yeah. I got to go hybrid. Oh, this really is like Yeah, you know what? Hydrogen fuel cell powertrain. It is. Passive touch. Yes. You, you, I'm already, I'm going to tell you right offhand. That, I like that. that. The only that, problem with it is that it's a Hyundai. Right. I don't know about that part. The Range Rover looks really good, but too expensive. Well, you said if I could have whatever I wanted. Yeah. If 
probably be the Range Rover. The Range Rover, isn't it? Yeah, the Range Rover hit me too. I was at you Hyundai. Know, the Hyundai hit me close too. Yeah, uh, you know what? No, I if I I want to go hybrid. Right, I know. My next car is going to be a hybrid. You 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 you're going for where the future is taking yeah. you. Yeah, I feel you the same know way. You're have a natural disaster. Right? Hey, look, I'm I'm in the same position. So hey, look, I w- I was caught between that Range Rover hit me hard because of the look, but but the the, the Genesis, the Infinity, the Range Rover, all of them are, are progressive. And anything that's doing hybrid, hydrogen fuel cell, the whole thing. Oh, man, that's a different experience. Uh, yeah. That's a different experience, man. You have to let man, go. I'm thinking about that now when you got to really drive. You don't have to no, say, oh, you got a full tank. Man. Man. I'm, I'm, I'm moving for, towards progress, man. I, look, oh, that's where I'm going next one. Yeah, I, I like this concept. I'm going, going hybrid. A Range Rover, yes, because it's a staple. But, man, that this, this, this Hyundai is it. That's it for me, Hot Picks, man. Dream on. Dream on, bro. Wow. Hot Picks. Finished right up. Well, straight up. I want to thank you all for tuning in being part of today's experiment. You know, we say, ain't nobody got our DNA. Thank you, Blind Tom. Thank you, Facebook. Thank you all the folks Cyberspace. get out here Manning the machine And my Full control First off, I'm not your regular dude I bust moves like a young MC Yeah, soda, that would be me Got me thinking about putting down the mic One day, then I get some more love Thanks for the love, I gotta play hey, What can I say? I'm a Leo to the finish, man I love God, so my faith won't diminish me Once I step up to the mic, I speak truth Hip-hop wasn't designed to expose the black youth But somewhere along the lines, we dropped the ball dude. I mean that man in the mirror, yeah, that ball dude But now I'm back to right the wrongs of my past world So let me walk this off my list like my name's Earl Articulate my thoughts clearly like Professor Les Do you remember Rap City with Desure and Les? I'm looking at the front door, bless the main source You fool, yeah, wait till I hit you with the main course I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did You know I still got it, why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did, you know I still got it, why you brag about it, I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual, I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA.
still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid. You doing what I did? You know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. They say they get me, I don't think they ever got me. My name's Kowalski, but they call me Kawasaki. I'm a line of funds, but in real life, I'm more like Chachi or Cola. I told you, I'm funky like granola. Bars. Can't you see that I'm a star? Who pumps his own gas in the cold really fast? As I pass on your gold digging stash. I'd rather make my own money, not advance me loan money. No. I was spitting when you was a kid. You doing what I did. You know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money grow residual. I'm individual. Nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid. You doing what I did. You know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money grow residual. I'm individual.